I saw the billboards go up in my hood a few months ago. You may have had them in your hood. Probably if it's a reasonably well-off suburb. You would have seen them. The anti-fluoride lobby had leapt on a study that suggested children exposed to more fluoride at very young ages had lower IQs. And it didn't matter that the paper was criticised as being weak and a borderline study. Um, the study was grist to the mill to the anti-fluoride campaigners and so up went the expensive billboards. Perhaps DHBs should put up billboards showing four-year-old children having surgery to remove their rotting baby teeth to show the perils of unfluoridated water. Tooth decay is the most common chronic disease in children, and it's one of the leading causes of hospital admissions for under fives, and we can do something about it. Yet we don't. In 2015-2016, 29,000 children under the age of 12 had to have one or more teeth removed as a result of severe cavities and infection, 6,600 of them required hospital care, which would have been incredibly traumatising for those children. These are under fives, having to go under a general anaesthetic to have rotting teeth dug out of their, their gums. And it's preventable. Actually, that's what we're going to be talking about for a lot of the day, that so much of our health system which is being strained, so many decisions being made around lockdowns, is because of preventable health conditions. You can't help ageing. There's only one way to prevent that, and that's kind of extreme. But there are so many stats coming out now showing that compromised health is a really, really important factor when it comes to getting through coronavirus or not. And again, one of the leading causes of hospital admissions in this country for under fives is something we can do we can prevent. Too often we throw up our hands going, well, I don't know what to do. There's nothing I can do about it. In this case, there is. Absolutely there is. There are people who say, oh, look, their baby teeth, they're going to fall out anyway. But these are rotting teeth that cause massive infections inside the, the gums of the children. And it pretty much consigns them to expensive orthodontic problems for life. And if, as many do, come from lower socioeconomic families, they can't afford that care. And so they're stuck from about the age of three with severe orthodontic problems for life. Children could be impacted in multiple ways. They experience pain, swelling, reduced quality of life. They can't chew properly. So they're limited to what they can eat, which is usually crap speech articulation, language develop difficulties, and that could lead to increased absences from school or preschool, and reduce socialisation and self-esteem, all stemming from the fact that the kids haven't got strong enough teeth and haven't had their teeth looked after. Improving the oral health of our children has been a stated priority of governments over the past two decades, and not just because they care about the little ones and care about reducing their harm that will last them a lifetime. It's because it's really, really expensive treating this. But a bill proposing moving responsibility for community water fluoridation from councils to DHBs that was introduced in 2016 and seems to me to make so much more sense. It's a health issue. It's not a council issue. Uh, it hasn't progressed since a Health Select Committee report in 2017. 
Only 54% of New Zealand's population has fluoridated water. And yet, according to the experts, community water fluoridation is the safest and most cost-effective preventative strategy to protect the teeth of Kiwi kids. If you look at Canterbury, nearly one in five of Canterbury's five-year-olds has tooth decay, one in five of them, and Christchurch is New Zealand's only metropolitan centre without a fluoridated water supply. I just keep coming back to it. Tooth decay is one of the most common causes of hospitalisation of under fives in this country. And we can do something about it. As parents, or as grandparents, making sure that the little ones have healthy teeth, fantastic. The politicians can do something about improving outcomes if they have the will, but it appears they do not. You would have to wonder why a government that places so much emphasis on child welfare and improving outcomes for the most disadvantaged children is dragging the chain when it comes to making a simple, significant policy decision that will result almost immediately in better lives for the children.